3: Burner, Burner, Burner.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome into a Monday edition of the DNBR Nuggets podcast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNBR whenever you sign up and gamble along with us throughout the season. Uh, free tip for you, bet on the abs and take the over. That's, a, that's like a pretty safe bet. Just They're going to score a lot of goals. They do it every single time. It's a lot of fun to watch. Guys, I've got the squad with me. i got the homies representing the Colorado Rockies. My
2: Colorado Rockies. Yeah. It's Harrison Wynn. You know, Adam, I thought there was a slim chance we'd get the funky music. I know! How did in, we not get the funky music? Show? I thought there was I a chance.
0: I just almost walked off this fucking show. Like, what, is, <laughs> what, is wrong Adam, well, what is wrong with you, idiots?
2: Adam
1: Kale. What is
0: wrong with you, More?
1: Adam! You're Adam, in charge of this shit! I messed up.
3: This is on me, guys. I'm so sorry. I
1: am it, disgusted. It, it, Start the show over. Play the music in defense of kale it's very difficult with this like we've probably it would have been a weird break in the funky music because the way we have to do it on StreamYard, it's very unfortunate i'll hear no more complaints out of you uh down below the unibarmer himself has joined the show it's brennan vote oh my goodness what do we have here what do we have oh my god is that a two-time mvp oh my goodness it's a two-time mvp live on the show a case unbelievable top entrance harrison yours was good Vote. Yours was perfect. Uh, And then over here, representing San Francisco, perhaps? We don't know. Uh, It's D-Line Co., also known as Eric Weedham.
0: Ah, guys. (laughs) Has there ever been a more beautiful day here on planet Earth? The birds. Adam, you might be onto something about these birds. The songs they sing.
2: Oh, my God, So melodic. I
0: woke up today. The sun was shining. These birds you're always talking about were singing. Um, The haters were down so bad. And I've never felt better. Life is beautiful, is it not? It's
1: very beautiful. You know, it's arrived. The warblers—that's probably what you're hearing. I've oh, seen them them lately it's been the really warblers. Good. I had no yeah, idea. Warblers. I've I've uh, I've learned a lot today. I've learned. They've come, lot come lot up to today. their nesting ground. Very gorgeous. Um, keep your eye out, guys. Keep your eyes out <laughs> on the trees. Uh, Eric, yes, you said it. Today was the day mm. we finally found out. It's so funny, mm. man. The NBA is ridiculous. The NBA really is just—I just can complain about them. 24 hours a day what would, are they I'd doing
2: time what, what, <laughs> what is the nba doing right now
1: <laughs> we don't know what they're doing they're what is the nba because we kept thinking like they gotta wait because they need the ceremony they have to you know they want to do a special tnt has to get it and then Woj at like 5 30 a.m mountain time today tweets out that Jokic is the mvp honest to god if you were trying to bury a story if you're the nba and you're like how do we ruin this you would Release the information at 5.30 Mountain Time on, on a Monday uh, through tweets. That's how you would get it out there. That's how we found out that our King Yoke is a two-time MVP. Harrison, you sound like you want to go off on this.
2: Well, I just compare how the NBA does stuff like this to how a league like the NFL does stuff like this. Saw a yellow warbler this morning. Boom, there you go. my <laughs> oh, guy Jack Harvey is out with me, baby. You and Jack heard watching on a Monday morning. Um, like, the NFL has a release, like for release, they announce their upcoming announcements, you know, like, and, and the NBA, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe we'll announce the MVP today. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. Like sound good. (laughs) They haven't announced one of these awards for like 10 days or something like that. What is going on? Like what, what is the rhyme or reason to any of these announcements? It makes zero sense. Yeah. I almost get the sense, Eric, that like, Adam
1: silver himself even like he wasn't at here's the crazy thing usually you're at the games or he's doing a special part of the ceremony he wasn't even there last year this year of course there's not going to be anything it's almost like he doesn't he too doesn't want Jokic to be the MVP
0: I I see I my only thought on this is perhaps Like, I've just never paid attention to these postseason awards or these regular season awards before. Uh, They weren't the most important thing in my life like they are now. So maybe it's always this disjointed and and irregular and bizarre. It makes no fucking sense. Last year, Adam, you and I were about to tee off. Uh, We were playing golf and we found out Nikola Jokic had been named the MVP and it was not attached to anything else that time either. Right. You're very, like yeah, You're right. Like it would make sense if they like just one after the next, or they just released everything on the same day. Like it's not out. hard.
2: The regular season ends. You have a week off before the plan. Have an awards week presented yeah. by fucking Clorox. Have an awards week by Kia. Yes. Have an awards week. Announce one award per day. Boom. It's done. Insane. Absolutely insane. Although, but you know, at the end of the day.
0: How mad can I be? How bad can yeah, I let's work? not get too yeah, upset
1: anyway. here. I want to bring this back around to the positive vibes. And for that, I'm going to have to throw it to the man with the glasses. <laughs> Vote when you found out the award this morning, is you woke up and checked the phone messages and it was like, oh, wow, Yoke's the MVP as of 5 o'clock this morning. Yeah, But honestly, like, what are the feelings you're going through? Just kind of walk Nuggets Nation. Let's celebrate this thing together. It is hard to put into words.
3: A lot of this I think we went through the first time he won it. The just sort of realization yeah. of what process this has been from point A to point B. And that's just the part you have to stop and pinch yourself about right. at every point of this. Should he be the starter? Is he better than Nurkic, right? and <laughs> I Do we know about that? I think we all remember. I remember the first time hanging out with basketball friends. I said, I think he's a top 10 player in the NBA. They literally laughed at me. I remember my first lift ride in Denver when we were talking about Jamal Murray and I said, I think Jokic might be the best player. I think he's a hall of famer. The guy probably still hadn't stopped laughing until he saw the first one. Yeah. Then there's another year of Jokic is elevated from this darling that's made it to kind of where Luca is now, where Giannis has been of just, well, he's not the very best, right? He's not, he's not as dominant as some of these other guys. He hasn't won a title he only won because the other guys weren't available. And for him to go out and back up that season with an even better one, to just put hit forget how we feel, but like just a stamp of, of validation that just can't be taken away. You thought that was a fluke. I followed it up with an even better season. Now Giannis Embiid also put together two of the best seasons we've ever seen. And it still wasn't enough because that's how good Jokic was. So I've enjoyed – Every part of today, I've been online and and not just trolling, but honestly, just they have to be upset today if they want to be, if they choose to do that over celebrating. We have the biggest privilege in the world right now, and we just get to sit here and roll in this and soak it in and and, and not just not take for granted what a journey this has been to watch a guy go from a quesarito on your TV screen. (laughs) One of the very best to ever do it. To be here on the ground for this moment, to have been watching it night in, night out, the way all of us had, all of us in this club. Soak this in. Enjoy today. Uh, this is what sports was all about. This is some of the best you're going to get. This is some of the best rewards you're going to feel as a fan. And, and I'm feeling it all. I'm feeling it all today.
1: That That's what's so fun about this is... You know, just looking back at where we started, we talk about this a lot, but our old hot box and hot takes are all just sort of like after a big Jokic game. And by big, I mean like 17 points, six assists, six rebounds. And we we're like, dude, this guy is incredible. I think he could be whatever. Like for him now to be a two-time MVP, I'm telling you, if you could go back in time four seasons ago, not that long. I'm not even talking about go back to like his rookie or sophomore season. Go back four seasons ago. When we were sitting there giving our wildest hopes about what Jokic could become, if you would have just said, like, hey, man, four years from now, he's going to be a two time NBA MVP back to back, back, back to back, back MVP, it'd be like, wait, what? Like, there's like, if we would have thrown that out and been like, well, look, he might be good enough to be an MVP, but he'll never win it because of this or that. And now here we are. And more to the point, Harrison, he won the award last year, and there were people that said he didn't deserve it. Very loud people, right? And whatever, it's always going to have to be that way where there's somebody that says this. You win it two times in a row. The Otis is now on the other side. The Otis is now like, oh, you have to discredit two years of what this guy did? Like, come on, man. Like, it not only validates last year. It puts him in that rarefied air where it's like not that many people have won one MVP, let alone two. And now, you know, he's obviously, if he does win another one, he gets into even more exclusive territory. And he arguably has three or four more years of his absolute apex prime left. So Harrison, to me, that's part of what this thing, we've seen it coming. We knew it was going to happen, but that's part of what this signifies. It sort of ends the conversation on him for all of last year's arguments. It creates a new one for this year, whatever, but it ends all the conversation of last year.
2: Yeah, everybody who's still trying to discredit Nikola Jokic, like you just put them in the category that you put people that were trying to like discredit Steph. Right. Oh <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Like those people are in that category and look how they look now, years later. But yeah, back to back MVPs, 13 players have done it, and that puts him in an elite elite group of basketball royalty forever. I mean, you just look at the names of guys who have done it, and his name is up there with like duncan jordan magic bird kareem will bill russell there's only 13 guys who have done it there's and no scrubs either man it's like no scrubs the worst player on that list is like
1: really freaking good
2: yes yeah. steve nash sucked or moses Warren, like
1: whatever you're talking about
2: like <laughs> players that were like top five of a decade <laughs> yeah but really i think it's it's a fitting conclusion to this season to be t- totally honest look the Nuggets want a championship. That That's all we want in Denver. We want to eventually move beyond of the MVP, but for this season, you know, for what he had to do, I've said this so many times, but I don't think I'll ever see another player like go through what he had to go through this season and lift the team to the heights that he was able to lift them to. I just don't think I'll see an individual effort like that again. Um, it's the greatest season I've seen. Maybe, the greatest individual season I I'll ever see. And I'm cool with that. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm like, I'm good with that. Um, But it, it just, it's just fitting from the sense of he was so, so good from game one to game 82. And then in five playoff games and he was the nuggets this season. And so it, it's a, it's a, it's a rightful end for, you know, to put a bow on this season by him winning the award that goes to the best player in the league. Eric cook. I was talking to
0: Kale earlier today, and I've made some good investments in my life. Not great investments. I've made some decent investments in my life. The greatest investment I've ever made in my entire life was buying in heavy on Nikola Jokic early on in his career, believing in him, uh, becoming obsessed with he and the Denver Nuggets. It has led me to meeting you, Adam. Unfortunately, meeting you, Vote Harrison, and uh, DNVR came from this. Like. Literally, DNVR literally has a lot to uh, thank from Nikola Jokic, like the excitement, the um, the culture, that everything that surrounds it that we've all sort of rallied around, like the fact that like it just gets better and better and better. Like the faith being rewarded with Nikola Jokic is such an unbelievable understatement. I mean, it was unthinkable, unthinkable to think that the. MVP of the NBA could be playing in Denver, Colorado, the most forgotten of all of the sports teams here in town. Um and the fact that like somehow everyone in the world does not want to give this guy the award. Like they just want to make sure that it's it doesn't go to him each year and he just keeps playing at such a level where they're like <laughs>
1: what are we going to do guys like we can't. we have to we have to like we have to we have to so about bad winning this it's like to. you tried not to give it to him you tried everything everything like oh we're going to look back on this in 10 years or 20 years and regret it I want people to like it to be in there like people tried so hard not to because they didn't want to and he still won it it's in a way twice
3: you know.
0: Twice. Twice. It's, I mean, I don't know. There's something so sweet about having something tangible to point to when you get into these uh, objective arguments about Nikola Jokic's greatness to people who just, I mean, honestly, they don't watch it. You can't watch everything. And for, uh, to that end, like people in Denver are like not even able to watch this guy. Like the, um, but you just like at a certain point, you're like, All right, we got to move on. That's not the conversation anymore. Nikola, now we're talking about is he one of the greatest players of all time? Like, how high on this list is he going to go? Not is he the best player in the NBA, not is he a valuable player in the
1: NBA? Like, the conversation has changed today. It's a completely different conversation, A 100%. And we'll get into some of that in the second segment about where you go from here. But I kind of want to stay reflecting on this because one of the things you said in there was about DNBR's growth, like, yes. comes from Jokic. And I love this because. And and about making an emotional time investment. People, I don't want this lost. I don't want to like beat the dead horse. And I don't want to like just completely shit on some of the other ways of covering him here domestically or locally. But one thing I will say is there's a lot of people that laughed at us, laughed at us. Four, five, six years ago when we were saying, hey, this Nuggets team is interesting because they got this guy that's special. Like he's special. They laughed at us. They called us not real. You know, we're not real journalists. We're just fanboys. You guys don't know what you're talking about. There was an article I, I remember on uh, one of the local radio stations on their digital site. I remember this because I looked it up. December 15th, 2016. That's when the article, because I went back, I wanted to see like, what was everybody <laughs> writing about at this time? And there was a whole article about how Jokic is not the guy, like he's not the guy. Oh, he's, some people say he's a cute prospect, but if you think you win a championship with his, is your best player, you have another thing coming. And I, you sit back and look at all of that and think to go from that, to being mocked, to riding the wave up to now being a juggernaut, you know, locally, but also just getting to experience it all along the way. To me, it's like sweet justice. Because not only did you see it, if you were paying close attention, you actually saw it five, six years ago. I didn't know he was going to be the MVP or two-time MVP, but you knew he was actually something special. And more important than even that, you saw that it was something entertaining. And it kills me that there were people that were trying to say, no, he's not. It's actually not worth the emotional investment because here we are now receiving dividends on that investment like a hundredfold, a thousandfold. And like, I feel bad for the people that didn't catch the wave, and I feel even worse for the people that didn't catch it because you had so many loud voices telling you he wasn't worth it. Here we are, absolutely worth it, and, and it's honestly, it, it's the best sports experience of my life watching watching the rise of Nikola Jokic. No question. Both yeah. of
3: you now on my uh, what is that? My left, my right, whatever.
2: What yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Eric and Adam.
3: Eric and Adam both use the word investment, and I love that. I love that because it's not. We didn't just roll up to the party, right? And I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the chat, the Nuggets fans, the diehards, the whole community. You invested time and energy and support, emotional support, financial support. You built lifestyles. We built a community around this. And so when this happens, it's not just ha ha bragging rights. My guy's better than your guy on Twitter. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, It's what sports fandom is all about. The investment you give. Right. And nine out of ten times, and don't we know that well here in Denver, you lifers more than nine. Nine out of ten times, your reward is the basketball gods just slap you in the face. Thanks for the offering. We're not taking it. Take this L. But f- every yeah. now and then, every now and then, they hand you something that's sweeter than you ever fathomed. And this is in that category for me. And I know it's yeah. not a title, but it's it's something that I think everyone who's been invested in this – these are takes. We're thinking about this, but everyone else feels this on a more immediate level. You you felt it when you woke up this morning.
1: It's so funny to think back because right here, somebody says, imagine investing in Drew Locke and Vic Fangio instead. Here's the thing. It was before that. It was Paxton Lich, Trevor Simeon. If you like went back to 2016 17, even 17 by this point, I won't give you two years of not noticing, but if you go back that far, it was like. What's exciting in Denver sports right now? Like, what are the exciting things? It was Nathan McKinnon, who, again, some people were like, he's not actually the real deal or whatever. And then it was Jokic, and then it was Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon. A lot of people are like, pick a side, boys. Where are we going to the title? Who's leading us to the promised land? It's like, no,
2: it's Jokic. That's the, that's the horse you should be yeah. picking right well, now. It, it's because that playbook, like the Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, like that playbook to go with that side of things is the easier way out. Because – the odds you know were that Jokic wasn't going to be the guy or That's like the odds so were special. that mckinnon wasn't going to be the guy right and the playbook in this town for so long is oh, the nuggets you know the nuggets are the nuggets nobody watches them nobody you know there there's right. no fan base they're never going to win a championship they're not going to pay the luxury tax they shouldn't have fired george carl like you can just right. play the hits with the nuggets and that was what people wanted to do forever um and it was it was tough for us to be the one part the, the one part of this group that went on the other side of it we had to take the punches man we had to take yeah. the punches oh, for stop. years <laughs> yeah
1: it's so funny man it's so rewarding um he's great he's absolutely great um, and on the other side of this we have to talk about now what next where do you go now <laughs> The great thing about it, just to tease, the great thing about it, the two can't be taken away. You can only add to it. And now you talk about what is next, obviously the most important piece of the puzzle still missing, an NBA title. But you even talk about the odds of another MVP coming along and what would it mean? Two-time, that's exclusive company. Three-time, you're up at the tier of the gods. So we'll, we'll
2: talk about that on the other side. If you guys haven't been able to watch the back-to-back MVP of this season, uh, if you haven't been able to watch Avalanche games or Rapids games, check out Ivaca TV. You can watch all Colorado teams. They've also got other national channels as well. They got Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet, so you can watch the Rockies as well. Uh, Ivaca TV, they're constantly growing. They're adding new channels. They're now available in Denver and Colorado Springs. Most importantly, they got Altitude Sports, so get set up with these guys over the summer so you're ready to go. Once Nugget season tips off in the fall, go to ivaca.tv slash dnvr, ivaca.tv dnvr. Use promo code dnvr. You're going to get $10 off your first three months. That's only $15 a month for the first three months, plus a receiver. No contracts, no hidden fees. ivaca.tv slash dnvr. Use code dnvr. You're going to get $10 off your first three months. At Light Jade Dispensary, uh, right now you guys can pick up some wana. You need to catch up on some shut eye after the big game, no matter when you take them. This well rounded recipe will leave you feeling rested and refreshed in the morning. Wana Optimals Fast Asleep Gummies. They offer a holistic plant based solution that tackles the root causes of sleepiness like stress and pain rather than simply inducing drowsiness. So, uh, Wana is a fast acting sleep aid. It will have your eyelids feeling heavy in just five to 15 minutes a carefully calibrated formula containing 10 milligrams of CBD and just a hint of THC. Where can you find Wana? You can get it at Colorado's premier dispensary, Lightshade, with 11 convenient Denver, Metro, and Aurora locations. The Barnum location, one block off 6th and Federal, now open as well. You guys can get 25% off non-sale items with the code DNVR. 25% off non-sale items with the code DNVR. Shop online at Lightshade.com for pickup or visit a Lightshade location near you.
1: All right. Back here, segment two and some fascinating topics. Let's start talking about some of the fallout now from our two-time MVP. Um, I hate talking about legacy in real time other than very specific pockets because I think we do it too much after a big game in October. What does this mean for Jokic's legacy that he scored 50 points? Does it mean this? Like, I don't like it, but this is a good moment to now talk about where does this leave Jokic's legacy if he were to retire today? Uh, I think it makes a pretty substantial bump for him as we talked about in that first one. Eric, to you, what are the conversations that are now opened up for Nikola Jokic now that he is a two time NBA MVP? Well, uh,
0: locally, we we have to start
1: talking about him as the greatest athlete to ever play in Denver, Colorado. We have had. Wow. We have to. We're not going to get far on that conversation. They'll laugh at you like you, they laughed at us I back don't in care. 2016. I really
0: don't care. Like, two, A two time MVP has never happened in this state, in any sport, with any of the Mount Rushmore. Uh, attendees and and uh you know the john elway the terrell day all these guys it, it, unbelievably great can't take a single thing from them they mean a lot culturally which is what people are going to uh you know just go back on you with uh, when it comes to championships and bringing a ring but like as, as far as who has been the most impressive individual performer to ever play in denver colorado i don't know i mean time is going to have to uh, go by on this a little bit to get people sort of thinking in this way and they just like sort of slowly let this wash over them but like i, I just don't know how you can possibly look at anybody else having accomplished any more just individually individually right is the also thing about
1: team spades team team sports rather is that the, the individual and the team part is so hard to like suss out here so i I still think he needs a championship to he become does. the greatest. But, because, but, but he does he
0: does because he has to convince hearts and minds, but just in a vacuum, like I don't know how you can argue it. I really Well,
1: don't. I don't I, I don't know. I'm I'm actually not as far there. I am fine with saying I need to see him win the title or like lead a team there, but what I will say is had he led a, t- a team to the title without the MVPs, is you still would have a hard time with this. Now he's got two of them. You win a title and it's like show me the argument. What's the argument against the people say, so, well, you know, so-and-so had two championships or somebody had this or that. It's like, I'm sorry. He's got, the, if you get the one, plus you got the two MVPs, you're already starting at least on equal footing from any other athlete. Vote legacy from here. I mean, with the Denver conversation, less hot after the line, I was going to
3: say that he's got to be Mount Rushmore, right? I mean, he's obviously the best Denver nugget, but I think to such an extent that he represents Colorado sports in that way. Look, to be honest, you could make a case that that Rushmore for a long time has been entirely uh, avalanche and Broncos. But I right. think Jokic, even without a championship on an individual level has shown enough. And the other thing too, is to, to have the Denver Nuggets be even remotely relevant in town right now, which I know they're not where they should be, but think about all the factors like they're there. It was a rebuild. Um, People couldn't watch the team on TV during the peak years. You know, there have been injuries. Like the steep mountain Jokic has had to throw this on his back and inch the organizational momentum forward. People want to care about the Nuggets right now, and that is in large, large part because of him. And I think that's no small task. I think he's on that Mount Rushmore. I think he's easily the best Denver Nugget to ever do it. And I'm really excited for the conversation to move on now towards – Things like rings. And, and then yeah. we can really start having wild, wild conversations about his place in basketball history, which is a conversation that the four of us have been ready to have for a while.
2: Harris, yeah. you
1: got anything to add here on legacy?
2: Yeah. I mean, once he gets a championship, really all doors open from there. Right. Like, because when yeah. you just don't have that championship, you're just disqualified from so many arguments. That's that's the next step. Um, Once he gets that, everything is possible and finally just to add to the absurdity of how the awards are rolled out in the nba coach of the year was just leaked by shams <laughs> on the same day that nico Jokic just now did who was yeah, it happened. who was Monty, it
1: Monty, right? Monty Monty good all right there you go good um somebody asked me will opponents now go at him harder my answer to that no they already went at, i mean he won the mvp last year they go guy here's the thing people don't understand Guys, go hard at Jokic. He's better than them. It doesn't matter. Like You <laughs> yeah. go hard at a guy. It doesn't matter. Like Jokic is just a better player. So Draymond went hard at him. Guess what? By the end of the series, he was like falling over himself to congratulate him. That's just the way this thing works. Um, I want to get to a fun part now, though. Let's just talk about it. We've all ruled it out. Nick Wright has ruled it out. Everybody's ruled it out. Can't win a three-third time in a row. He can't do it. He can't do it. Right? I mean, we can't. But maybe. But maybe. <laughs> so I just want to ask now, Eric, what will it take for Jokic to win the MVP award next season? Let's paint a scenario. By the way, <sighs> whatever scenario we paint has a decent chance of happening.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, they have, to be the, they have to be the one seed. They do they have to be they, the one seed. They have to be the one seed in, 60 the, wins. in the NBA. They need to be the one seed in the NBA. Nikola Jokic needs to either uh, – Finish the season as the leading scorer. Yeah, uh, he has to. He has to have some sort of like gaudy, uh, un, previously unthinkable achievement that he that is new to him. Like we won't be able to fall back on triple doubles. We won't be able to fall back on 2,100, 1,500. It's going to have to be like something that nobody expected, and probably like uh, one of the other top. Probably Embiid is going to have to miss. A bunch of time, I would think, or, or or Giannis, like these other guys that like they just want to give it to because it's more aesthetically pleasing to have um, those Luca. guys be or Luca. Have a lot of yeah, money. yeah, yeah. I mean, like they're, they're like if we think that the the chip or the uh, the deck is stacked against Jokic this year, I mean the next year it, it seems unthinkable to me. It doesn't like I I don't think that there's anything he can do, frankly, unless 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 he is the number one seed, no question, with a bullet. Uh, and just and his stats go up, like, even by a factor that they did this year, too. Like, he's got to be in the 30s every night.
3: You know how ironic it would be if the one year he doesn't win it is the year he puts together the most airproof, airtight, yeah, like, absolutely. just... Best record, best player, best team. just Top score. Thing. And then we're like, yeah, but three's a lot. Let's, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Devin Booker, it is Devin Booker. We it, are wrong. It, it, <laughs> it'd be so ironic. But the funny thing is, is that's his path, right? That would be his path. The Nugget's getting healthy. He has the Booker argument, but the stats look better, much better. Um, and I think it's a sort of an interesting exercise. We've been through it to try to figure out what those stats look like. The one thing I
1: anticipate is just outrageous efficiency. And that's the part well, that could get really, really fun. Let's let's wait for that. Maybe, right. maybe not. I'm going to throw a recent why maybe not there. Harrison, what about you? What's it going to take? Is it even possible? And if so, how does it happen? It's very possible. I I very this.
2: possible. <laughs> yes. Because look, man, here's the thing. He's going to be in the conversation. I'll tell you that. <laughs> because he's going to play in almost every game. The Nuggets are going to be really good. And he's going to put up monster, monster stats. Just by those three components, which are all, I think, pretty much locks, he's going to be in the conversation. And I think the Nuggets probably have to win at least 65 games, which would be the number one seed, probably. The Suns won 64 this year. They won the West going away. I think the Nuggets would probably have to win 65 games. Yoke would have to put up Big numbers, maybe not quite as big as he put up this year because he'll have two max players, hopefully, playing next to him next season. Um, I just love this idea big that numbers.
1: certain that's going to take his numbers away. I'm just not certain of it. Like I, I, just I I'm
2: that. not certain, but I don't think he's going to put up 27 points a game. I think he'll might put up like 25.
1: I just think there's a chance that in the first month of the season, he's averaging 23 points per game, but 12 assists. And the nuggets are like 12 and one. And every team's like, okay, we just have to guard him one-on-one and allow him to score. And it's like, all right, that's your new strategy is that he's guarded one-on-one every game. And he just bullies everyone. it's,
2: It's easy to forget now because we just came off a series against Draymond Green, the Warriors, but regular season defenses for more than half the league are so freaking terrible that like he can yeah. get 25 on 12 on like 10 of 12 shooting in his sleep. So, uh, he's got to put up big numbers, but I think most importantly the Nuggets have to be the number 1 seed win like 65 games.
1: Yeah. I agree about the seeding part. Look, I agree first of all that I think it is possible. I don't expect it to happen. It would actually take I think a series of things, but the number one thing and a thing that I think is on the table is the Nuggets being the top team in in the league from a record standpoint. I just think it's possible. Like you think about What do people say about him this year that like the people that don't like him? I mean, part of this is they try to straw man it, that it's only advanced stats that he looks good in, but it was record. Like, did it lead to winning? And yes, Giannis and Embiid only had two more wins than Jokic's team, but whatever it was winning, winning, winning. But if you get to a point where like you just get to replay all of those arguments and all of a sudden the nuggets are on pace for 65 wins. And like, you're like, Hey, I thought we said this was the reason. And on top of that, the stats match up more or less with what they were. This year, I think you can have it. I do think it's gonna be difficult. I do think there's gonna be a lot of social pressures for a lot of these voters who's now vote as public. It's funny. The people, some of the people that complain about Jokic winning it this year is they say it's groupthink. Because everybody's uh, ballots are made public, they're like it's groupthink. They all feel pressure to feel the exact same. It's gonna be hilarious if next year it's like Yoke's clearly the MVP. His team is way out in front, but nobody will vote for him because groupthink <laughs> pressure. It'll just be kind of ironic. Um but I think it is possible. And by the way, if not next year, I will say this. The Nuggets have to next year make a deep playoff run. I mean, they get everybody healthy. they It's been the excuse that they've used. We've used now for two playoff runs, and fairly so. Like, you don't have a, a full squad. Next year, you have to make a deep playoff run, but maybe win. But let's say you do that, and you win the t- title next year. Guess who's back to the top of the list for the MVP in the following season? Yoke, once again. And he's still going two years from now, not next season, but the season after. He's still going to be that top five player in the league, maybe number one guy in the league. So, I, again, the odds of Jokic winning another MVP, I think next year tough, but I don't think it's impossible going forward. For me, though, I had that point earlier in the show that all of this is sweet
3: to me, all of it. And you use the group think line, and it's like, just imagine that, that that's where the group think accusations are. <laughs> at. Oh, you're just all Jokic guys. Like, buddy, I remember when it was the other way around, don't right. I do? I yeah. really do. It's, it's it, all sweet to me. It's oh
1: it's you the can't
3: sweetest. there's nothing you can say that's gonna take me out of a celebratory mood. You just be, can't.
1: It's so funny, man. I wish we had a time machine. I would only use it to go back to a hot box and hot takes uh from yep. four seasons ago that's and be like, it. vote. The only reason that Jokic might not be a three time MVP is because groupthink. They're worried <laughs> they're all in agreement too much. Yeah. Voters really like are a great, dude. Group is that light shade what what shelf is that oh how how God. potent is that all oh. right let's play a little game here i want to know if you guys think mm. these numbers are mm. going up or down from what they were this last season this we're gonna we talk about stats all the time first of all minutes per game jokic played 33 and a half minutes per game this year it was one minute 1.1 minutes fewer than two seasons ago eric is he gonna play is that gonna go up or down next year it's probably going to go up somehow. I agree. Like, I, I don't
0: know how this is. Like, we're going to have more help for him. He's going to have a reliable backup. And uh, it's. I don't know. I feel like Michael Malone will just be... be unable to set him down I, I i can't explain it i don't know what my reasoning is it just feels like it's going to go up i don't
2: know michael like, <laughs> has laid the groundwork for this man like everything we have to do is it's for a championship we gotta be reading championship half <laughs> night in night out like he's gonna be chasing wins left and right
1: yeah, so harrison is it up
2: I'm not going to say up. I'll say exactly the same. I mean, I think it's going to be the same.
1: (laughs) That's a bold take. 33.5. It'll be exactly (laughs) 33.5. That's (laughs) the boldest take. Uh, Vote, what do you think? I'm going to say down. I just think they're going to carry
3: multiple centers on the roster from the jump. That's a bold take. (laughs) You know what?
0: And they'll play them?
3: Yeah. The only hotter take I have is get ready for some small forwards.
1: Oh, let's go. It's crazy for me to think that. Like, 33.5 minutes is the fewest of any superstar. <laughs> Yoke just doesn't play that many minutes. It's the craziest thing. I think it's up as well. I'll bet you it's more close to, like, just straight 34. I don't think it goes that much higher. But I just don't think it's lower. I just don't. I don't think it's lower. I, I can't see it. All right, the next one. Points per game. The old points per game. 27.1 points per game this year. Harrison, up or down next year? Down.
2: Down. How much? Not, not by much. I'll say he averages...
1: 25 and a half vote.
3: I'm going to put him at 26, <laughs> but I, I got to say, man, I'm, I, I'm not ruling. I'm not ruling an up out. I'm not, but I'm going to say down. I'm going to say dude, dude.
1: up would be the funniest. If it's somehow 29 points per game. Next year.
3: Dude, You might be right. That it's like Jokic's lesson is no one can guard him one-on-one. And the biggest thing that changes next year is you have to guard him one-on-one. Like what?
1: Yeah. If the teams are like, you know what? When we guard the, him one on one, nobody gets assists, nobody gets threes, nobody gets offensive rebounds. When we double him, you get all those th- all of a sudden nobody everything gets good.
2: offensive rebounds because it's just a bucket.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well maybe. Maybe. Uh Eric, what do you think? I know for I
0: already know this for a fact and I have the most uh airtight source on this it's going to go up and it's because of miroslav miroslav always says we always try and discount Jokic's point production <laughs> at the beginning of every goddamn season and he always exceeds it he so gets true. better and better He true. is he's becoming more and more efficient every year like it just it's not that he will shoot more it's just he'll make them more he'll just make more and more and more we just saw like down the stretch um him just decided he, that he needed to actually score for the team to win. So he just shot everything from five feet out and they just went in every single time. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like, um I just feel like Jokic, there was just a change in Nikola Jokic, just like more of a killer this year than we've ever seen before. Yeah, I can't I imagine. Agree. We're, I agree. we're not going backwards on that fellas. We are just not going backwards.
1: I agree. I think it's down, but I think it's more like twenty-six point seven down, and it's only down because there's too many blowouts. I think that I don't think it's for any other reason. I think he's a better scorer than ever. I think he likes scoring uh, more than he ever has. And here's the thing: I think I talked about this last week when we did the Jokic piece his lows are so much fewer like he only had i think six or eight maybe games below 20 points this year that's the difference is not only did he average 27 but he scored 27 pretty much every night it was it was a very consistent 24 to 30 like just somewhere in there every single game whereas the prior year he had 50 piece he had 48 piece he had 46 piece but he also had like a bunch of 12s and 11s in there he just doesn't like like Jokic scoring 12 points now only happens when they win by 40 or lose by 40 and he's not playing the fourth quarter. That's the only scenario Ryokic ever has a point total below 15 points. So
2: It's usually because I'd have to go back and look what happened in first quarters last year, but him in the first quarter this year, he would sub out with... Two minutes left in the first, and you already have 12 points. Right. It was every game,
1: pretty much. (laughs) Almost every single game. All right, rebounds per game. This year, he made an enormous outlier bump, 13.8. It was three more than ever in his career. Up or down vote? Down. Yeah. I think there's just going to be more guys on the floor. Uh,
3: Porter instead of Green. Just... More, more other guys to grab rebounds. Also, fewer
1: missed shots. Ideally, knock on wood. Yeah. Well, his offensive rebounding had stayed the same. It's his defensive rebounding that went up. That's outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, I can't go down on anything. I cannot go down <laughs> on anything. 14 rebounds. <laughs> I
0: mean, I watch him rebound 18 balls every game when it mattered. Like I don't know. Like I, I just cannot discount the uh, new the. New man that Nikola Jokic is, the absolute killer. And um, I I feel like we'll see, man. I don't know. Does Michael Porter Jr. steal that many rebounds from Nikola Jokic? Does Jamal Murray? um, He's not stealing them from Jeff Green. I'll tell you that. (laughs) that, I'm saying, man, like – I, Jokic and I are on such a high. We just can't lose. Um,
2: <laughs> I, just, I, can't, I just I, I can't. I mean, like, listen, I want to
0: be. I want to be objective. I've, I, and the worst part is, I believe I'm being objective. <laughs> I cannot discount Nikola Jokic's performance on any level until I see him take a step backwards. I've only seen him move forward. Why would next year be different? He's going to be older uh, in the good kind of way. He's going to be deeper into his prime. He's going to be more uh, like resolute and uh, like his understanding of the game grows more and more like, bro. I don't know. I like any of you can nag Jokic on any of these stats. Like I will not be following you.
1: <laughs> All right. I got to go quickly through this last one because I want to get into our last segment today. It's a fun one, but effective field goal percentage, Harrison, I'll let you go first on this one. Effective field goal percentage, 62% this year. Insane for a volume showcore.
2: Yeah, well, I'm going down on the rebound slightly. I'll go up on effective field goal percentage. So
1: let me give you a stat here before everybody answers this. If we go and look at players to have a 62% effective field goal percentage, we already had this this year. This is what you get. This is the list of point per game scores you get in history. In history, Steph Curry, 30 points per game. Jokic, 27. Wilt Chamberlain, 24. Artis Gilmore, 19.
2: Mm -hmm. There's only been
1: three players to average 20 points per game on 62% effective field goal percentage. And you're predicting he does it two years in a row. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right, I feel (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to make sure. Every other guy on this list, historically, that has that efficiency was averaging roughly 15 points or lower, minus those guys so sorry right.
3: I mean is there any like all right we're doing the hype cast for the nuggets guys but is there any rationale that he's gonna be less efficient next season
1: yes just in the fact that it's insane that he was this efficient this year
3: I know but then like
0: what is it gonna get harder for him to score yeah, like, like what uh, he's like oh I forgot how tall I am like
1: and there's I, gonna be I more how... people in his way I think, I don't... you think he's gonna be this locked in from from start to finish next year I don't well, that's fair, but I, does he have
3: to be, man? I just no. don't. I'm not saying it's gonna like shoot up. I I just don't. I can't look at the lay of the land and be like, yeah, it's gonna be hard for him to get to his spots and put the ball in the hoop next year. Like, I think no. it will be easy. The,
0: the the thing that's gonna the thing that is going to change next year is he's gonna get, he's going to work on and improve his three point shooting, which is going to add to that. Like, he's oh, not man. gonna get worse. He's not gonna get worse from inside. Dude, uh, he, he was on know?
2: track to shoot 40 from three before he sprained his wrist
1: yeah uh, if he comes back shooting the three ball oh my god all bets are off let's get this title going let's get it I'm going
2: sad. all right I'm we got to
1: hit our break guys because i our last segment we got cut short because my daughter had a meltdown on friday i had to leave we're going to talk about where did the current nuggets fit in the tier list in terms of fit alongside Nikola jokic in segment three might be a long one kill
2: buckle up uh, oh. we'll break and then we'll be on the other side Uh, the american raptors they play at infinity park if you don't know about the american raptors they are a rugby team composed of crossover athletes they come from sports and uh they come from sports like football basketball baseball wrestling soccer track and field they've teamed together to build this elite rugby team the american raptors the best thing about American Raptors games, they're free. Head over to AmericanRaptors.com to grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. If you can't make the game, don't worry. AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all their games from their website. Check it out. Also check out the weekly DNVR Rugby podcast with Colton Strickler. He keeps you locked in on everything that's going on with rugby in Colorado and throughout the country. Let's oh, also the DraftKings Pick of the Week, guys. DraftKings Pick of the Week. I am going with the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Pick the Avalanche. Go with the If you want to win money, uh, I think I'm I think I'm over my last 5 DraftKings Pick of the weeks, but yeah, yeah. I'm going with the Bucks So don't, yeah, don't listen to
0: Harrison Win. Choose either pick
3: Nathan McKinnon shots or Kyle McCarr shots. Win's just like what is the most Pick them, heads up, 50-50 matchup I can find on the board.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like What's the game I'm going to be watching? What did they put in primetime? Oh, Is that it? We back? We back, baby. All right, guys, pull it
1: up, Gail. Let's pull up our big board for uh, the how do we rank players on the tier list. We're just going to start over. I know we got a couple into here, but I just wanted, so if you guys missed Friday's show, we, we began to talk about Where do the current Nuggets fit in terms of the perfect fit? It's funny when we look at Steph Curry, who I think is going to go down as a top 10 player of all time. And a lot of people say, yeah, but he had Draymond Green with him. And I think about this a lot about, yes, that shouldn't knock him. Like he happened to have just had the greatest fit, maybe the greatest running mate he could have (laughs) possibly had with him and it enhanced him. Um... So, I, but that's not, a, look, that's just the way this works. Scottie Pippen was maybe the perfect second best player you could have put to Michael Jordan for him to get supreme credit for everything that happened with that team. Sometimes it happens this way. Let's talk about S tier fits with Jokic real quick. Um, we did this a little bit. So, I, again, I want to speed through it today because I know we did it on Friday. To me, these are the guys that create an S tier list. You've got Giannis, who to me is the ultimate. Like, if you paired Jokic and Giannis, I'm sorry. They're not losing. They're winning. They're just—they're just winning. Like I don't even have to hear the rest of the roster. It Doesn't matter. Uh, three Tory Craig's. You've got a championship contender. Steph Curry. By the way, real quick, Steph Curry might be the single player who most is an S tier fit with everyone, everyone else. Right, right, right. Yeah, like I think Steph Curry fits with ninety nine point <laughs> nine percent of all basketball <laughs> yeah. players to ever play. He's unselfish. He can play on ball or off ball. He space. He makes the court. Stretch just by virtue of being on. He doesn't even have to make shots. He just has to be on the court. I think Steph Curry might be the most malleable superstar we've ever seen.
2: Yeah, yeah. Other than Nikola Jokic,
1: Yoke. Look, man. There's guys that Yoke wouldn't fit with. There's guys that Yoke wouldn't fit with. Steph Curry doesn't even have to touch the ball. He yeah, can just Steph Curry into... is
0: not ball dominant. That's the thing. Like there yeah. players like LeBron and yeah. Luca and, and yeah, sure. guys that like just dribble the hell out of the ball and are, they score a lot. But like Steph Curry just gets open. And Jokic just finds people who get open. You're right. S-tier. Yep. All day. Let's go. Uh,
1: I would put uh, also on this list Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant also belongs on here. He just same, – same as Steph. He shoots I, the ball. He doesn't need to touch it every time. He maybe touches it a little too much. But guess what? If you played with Jokic, he would nonstop have mismatches. It would it – would, he's S-tier. S-tier small forward to me. I guess. It's just like
3: an S – he's just an S-tier player
1: he is he is he is but there are guys as we have seen that he doesn't fit well with he would fit with yoke very very nicely the only thing about him is he would probably take a few shots you don't want but he's good enough that you don't care whatever um for me personally I think Paul George is an S tier player I think he is 98 percent of what Kevin Durant is but not quite he's like I hate this term, but he's not quite an alpha. No problem. Jokic is. You can just be the you can be the sidekick. <laughs> and then his defense is ridiculous. He would be a t- the best defender Jokic has ever played with. I think he's an S-tier fit next to Jokic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Okay. And then Kawhi Leonard would be the last one. Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> you lose a little bit of the he eats up a few more possessions that I like. I think with Jokic, it wouldn't matter. He played with Tim Duncan, you know, whatever. But to me, same thing. Elite perimeter defend, defense, he's too big that you can't switch off ball. And if you do, Yoke's just going to throw it over the top and he's going to dunk it. So to me, I think this might be the end of my list of S-tier players for Jokic. I just wanted what to about, establish what it would be for an S-tier player. Where, so where's, Clay we don't have this list? where's Clay Thompson on this list? Uh, the Clay Thompson of right now is probably not it, but you're right. A peak Clay Thompson, 100% would have been on this list. Uh, uh, the peak version of him would have been on this list hey chris a paul version. i mean uh chris Paul i'd put you're right chris paul I would put on there that's another great one i would have not have had him on this list it's funny two three years ago because i thought he was too ball dominant but what we've seen in in phoenix like he clearly has been able to get off ball and, and still be effective he's another one chris Paul's a great one um <laughs> the guys that are not life. on this list that are kind of funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Shouts to well, Kale, by the way, for uh, making Chris Ball smaller than everybody else. I do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that is pretty that's funny. A...
2: Shouts to Kale for making a Dante DiVincenzo head. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're
1: going to do that, huh? Wow, we're he's really going He's a trade target, guys. I mean, that's why. But, um, I would say LeBron James, I don't know if he's S-tier. He might be. From a talent perspective, no question. Right there with Giannis, honestly, in terms of talent. I just don't. Every team LeBron's gone on has been a LeBron team, and I have a feeling Jokic would just be a pick and roll roller, and and I think it, I don't think Jokic or LeBron would play Jokic ball, and that's why he's not there to me from a talent perspective. Yes, I feel similarly about Yo- uh, Luka. By the way, who's in the yes. chat right now? No, nope, yes. no question for me about Luka, guys. No question for me. Like talent, one thousand percent there. I just luca does one thing man he only plays one style so you could take him off I, yeah, you're, we don't have to put lebron on there i only wanted to do the uh b tier like no honest. i only wanted to put the s tier because like if we don't put Is murray even- there i don't want people yelling at me i want to establish this idea of there are very 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 few s tier fits with anybody mm-hmm. and i don't think the nuggets have an s tier fit that covers all bases here i just don't think they do maybe maybe murray will grow into that as this great defender um Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, right on the borderline. I don't quite have them there just just yet. I don't have them as S tier. Just, just put, to put them the, just for you, Gail. You don't have to put them on the
0: clip just for the clip of vote melting down. Just put it just for that. Yeah, just for
1: that. But they're close. <laughs> and then the last guy that I had on my list that you guys have that maybe then maybe scoff at, I think Shea Gil Just Alexander might be the closest like young S tier guard. He's a great defender. He's a great on-ball pick and roll player, passer, and he's a great three-point shooter. Like he might be the single perfect guard to put around Yoke. He's also like six six with a seven-foot wingspan. I mean, what about somebody like Trey Young? Where's Trey Young go? Trey Young, Jokic pick and roll would be the worst possible
0: pick and roll yeah, defensive like,
1: duo you could possibly imagine.
0: But couldn't Trey Young play in the same manner that Steph Curry plays and just get open and then just? He
1: doesn't shoot like Steph, though. The thing is, he does take a lot of shots. But Steph Curry is a 40% career three-point shooter on that volume. Um, There's levels, too. I mean, this is kind of like – Trey Young is a really great passer. I think he's more like Luka in this regard in that you get diminishing returns pairing him with Jokic, especially defensively, than he is like Steph.
0: I see. See, okay. All right. All right. Um,
1: All right, so that's our list. Let's get into this now, guys. Uh, Somebody says Prime AD maybe he's close i just think ad he like lebron he likes his touches man like you still have to punt 10 percent of your possessions to make sure ad gets an elbow jab step fade away like this is, this is the way he plays so kind of close but i, I would say more a tier all right jamal murray we did this last week we all agreed that it was a tier he's a very 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 good fit next to Jokic. Hmm. um he could be a, an he's not he's a good defender i think he's underrated but but he's not uh, an elite defender and that's the reason he's not a tier he's more s tier. Uh, i'm not s tier he's a tier to me we have any objections nope all right we talked about that one on friday so we can keep it moving michael porter jr eric you weren't on Friday show
0: yeah wow um well they were paired Together and they got swept. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's a full A team. I mean, this is again when the defense comes into into question. I don't know if that that creates an A pairing the two of them. Uh, if we're talking about like part of a squad, part of a core, where the top three, I think that that goes up. But if we're just saying those two, um, you know, I, I don't know that that's an A at all. Would you say B? Would you say C? Where are we going here? Uh, maybe a. I mean, maybe a C, honestly. Maybe a C.
3: Vote. I say B because offensively, it's not just the shooting. It's also the cutting, the offensive rebounding. The height. The height. I think we forget, you know, because how little time they've had to iron things out together, how little time he's had to improve, but more to the point how good they looked in that regular season together. I just think it really is a nice fit. Defend the health concerns in the defense, I think, even though I have him in B, he's well, well short of an A. But
1: I do think he's a B. I do. Wind? You might break a tie here.
2: I'd probably go C, to be totally honest. We saw Um, we literally saw this.
1: (laughs) I I I, I'm C as well. Look, he could climb up to B or A this year, but I'm with Harrison. Harrison, give your argument. I I
2: just think like the boxes you're trying to check of of guys that are Perfect or as good a fits with Jokic as possible. Great defenders, high IQ players. I mean, I don't right, think yeah. those are the top two for me. And right now, Michael Porter Jr. can grow into those things. Right now, he's not, though. Yeah. I mean, he's a great shooter. And if you're just
1: talking about the shooting that he provides, you know, obviously that part of him is an A, maybe even S tier, to be honest. He's that good of a three point shooter that his. Shooting is like an S tier fit next to Yoke, but there's more to the game, including the defense. And to Harrison's point, how well do you read the court so that Jokic is just nonstop? Like he's not a great route runner to use yeah, that. Phrase.
2: He's he's just such a gifted player and he's so tall and he has such a perfect shot that they can be unbelievable together, but just fits like on paper. I'm I'm not there. All right, let's go. So we're at C. We're at the
1: C tier. Uh Aaron Gordon. Uh, let me get votes. Take first. B. I have Aaron Gordon in a B. And um,
3: I would say to B, A, I think if you were a better shooter, I think if you could eliminate two to three or to four of those those touches per game we've talked about for other guys, and it certainly manifested in A, G with some kind of what was that possession, question mark, question mark. But that is best, particularly alongside the right starting lineup. It's a B. He's a Good defender, versatile enough defender, good enough cutter, tertiary playmaker, uh, good around the rim. I think he's really good at a lot of the little things that you'd like to see a Jokic player be good at. Not necessarily exceptional at any of them, but I think he's he's good to
2: very good at a lot of them. What do you think, Wind? Yeah, I think B. I think B. Um, really good defensive fit and... He says he still has a ways to go reading the game and with his basketball IQ. He said that after game five. I I agree, but I think he's already shown a lot where just he can read the court and and play with Jokic on the offensive end. All right, let me, before Eric answers,
1: because I'm going to go see, and I want to see if I can convince him to break the tie here or to create a tie um, that I will overrule. The reason I think he's a C, I think you guys are judging him on a curve as in, the fifth best if he's the fourth or fifth best player he is a b fourth or fifth best player but that's to me is not the exercise the exercise is like again where do these players fit the it's hard to expect you to have all s tier players like you can't say like oh the perfect yogic team is Giannis, kd steph curry and chris paul like of course it is but that's how this exercise works so for me i think he is a c tier player he doesn't shoot the three well he's a good defender i think getting better his basketball iq is impressive improving and i'm glad to hear that he wants to do it but he doesn't have the full complement of skills that to me would be like oh yeah that's an a or b tier to me he's more of a c tier who when he's your fourth or fifth best player that's fine not everybody is going to be an a or s tier he's more of a c tier guy so that argument d line what do you think
0: who i was actually towards a uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm just kidding
0: um it, it's tough so just so i understand this Exercise in its totality here. We're talking about if these two players are a al- this is our NBA jam squad. Like we're not talking yeah, about like, I'm how, trying, he, yeah, how exactly he fits right. into it a- okay. NBA jam squad, yeah. Like Jokic needs more shooting for sure. So he's probably a C from that.
1: All right, we're moving him down to C. I mean, this is just like saying was Harrison Barnes a great or Andre Iguodala like a great player? No, but as the fifth best guy on that depth lineup, you could say they were great. But if you said like I'm pairing Steph Curry with Harrison Barnes, you wouldn't be. All, oh, yeah, that's an S tier or an A tier fit. It just so happened to be an A tier fifth
2: best option. Right? I but- I just kind of look at the other power forwards in the league, mm-hmm. and it's like, how many of those guys are better fits than Aaron Gordon next to Niko Jokic? Doesn't matter if there's zero. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. I, guess it, it, right. I mean,
0: the, the best pairing with
1: Nikola Jokic is a is a is like a, a deadly shooting guard. Yeah, let me let me say this. You. If you were if you were drafting power forwards next to Jokic, would you take Porter or Gordon first? Um,
2: probably Gordon,
1: but at least it's close. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why to me they're in the same tier. They have different things they're good at, but they're but they're in the same tier to me. Um, Bone Highland, yeah. Eric, you get to go first. I'm Woo! sure you'll be. <laughs> Uh, I think I will go
0: B for bones. He's too young right now. I mean, like he is—he is on an A trajectory. He might be on an S trajectory, honestly. Um, <laughs> like he's just—he's able to create himself. He's on—he's able to push the pace. He's able to cut. He's able to finish. He's able—he's just not um, reliable enough right now that uh, Jokic would still have to carry a little bit too much of the weight. But like he is absolutely on on a rocket ship to either A or S. But I just at this exact moment in time, it's B for bones for me.
2: Man, Harrison, what do you go here? Mm, man, I really want to go A. It's like, why can't you go A? It's just the defense, just right? too
1: young, maybe. It's just because uh, we haven't Jamal seen Jamal Murray him has years. gotten
2: to a place with his defense where we can put him in A. But Jamal Murray's 30 pounds heavier, a little bit taller. In in four years, is Bones Highland as good defensively as Jamal Murray is right now? It's hard to know. It's hard to, know. It's, I don't it's know. Hard to tell. I think you you might have to go B for now just to be safe. B for It's it's
1: just so hard. This is the hard one because we have we've only seen one year. Vote what do you go? C I mean, I don't I
3: think it's a little crazy to have him B if we have Porter and Gordon C to be honest. Um we're going to wait and see a little bit more from Bones who plays well with Yoke. Also did a lot of that With the bench this year, um, I do think he's a good post at like a better post entry guy than a lot of his peers than a lot of the guys on the Nuggets, which is even more relevant. Obviously, good shooter. Um, I I like his pace. I think he reads the floor. Well, there's a lot of things that you go. All right, you can slide that in. Um, But Young still putting it all together, still makes some rookie mistakes. Defensively, he's not very good. Um, I just think if we're going to if he's if it's because he could be dynamic, I want to say the same stuff about Porter. I really
1: do i feel like c is the smarter answer here but i'm gonna go bi go, go! am <laughs> gonna go b and the reason is here this is one that could make us look really bad either direction like it could be that halfway through next year we're like oh, how dude. the hell did we not have this guy's an a we're untouchable we're untouchable what? at this point we can't look bad or or we could look back and be like man is this like when we had wancho in the core like you know, it was like <laughs> one of those <laughs> so like this could be either way the thing i'll say about bones in his favor one I mean, his game is really good. He has some areas to grow, and I'm so curious to see this summer about how he attacks those, you know, like if, how he gets in the lab, how hard he works, how serious he is, how well he handles the criticism and all of these different things. But I love his, I love what he wants to do. He's a very willing passer. Like he's a scorer and he's a natural scorer, but I think he fits with Jokic because he wants to win the same way Jokic does, even more so than Murray at the same age. Like I think Murray evolved into that, like killer score who sacrificed points per game just because he like bought into the system. I think bones sort of naturally is that way. And bones to me, like three years from now, if you have Murray bones and Jokic is bones averaging 18 points, but he could average 22, 23. I think so. I think that could be a thing that happens. Like he's that good of a player. So I'm going to put him B. the defensive part. We'll see. I like his length. I like his defensive upside. I actually think he can be really good, Um, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to leave him B and I lean more towards a B minus, but I'm I'm feeling – it's Monday. I'm feeling (laughs) optimistic. All right, Zeke Nagy. uh, When do you start us off on this one? Um,
2: I'd say B. What? (laughs) Michael Porter. (laughs) I mean, dude, Zeke Zeke Nagy, (laughs) knockdown jumper, great defender, (laughs) athletic, I think he has a, a relatively high IQ for a rookie as young as he is. Um, I think he's got all the ingredients, and I, I think he showed the start of of what can be like a, a great fit.
1: Which I I
3: feel like I watched a different Michael Porter Jr. than everyone else. Maybe it's me. I like when smart, and he's good at this. I i'm confused that michael
1: porter is a talent is like come on like we're doing this list he's a he's a tier like i mean his talent is just through the roof man i don't feel good about this either all right so where are you putting zeke vote look
2: he can be a great fit that doesn't mean like he pops as a player
1: no we can't no this is the thing We're. (laughs) i get what you're saying i
2: get what you're saying i get what you're saying
1: for the role they need him to maybe he is an a role but i'm saying. we're talking about if you were drafting players across the entire NBA to build around Jokic, like you would not be like B tier is Zeke Nagy. I mean,
2: how I would do they
1: fit with Nikola Jokic? All right. Well, what do you think? C. All right. We're going to, uh, what do you think, Eric?
0: Yeah, I can't, I mean, just, Based on where we put Michael Porter Jr. on, like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling good about this, Michael Porter. I well, might, the, I the
0: might. problem with Michael Porter Jr. is we saw he and Jokic together, and they got
1: just blasted. blasted. We Bones and Jokic together too, and they got blasted. What, did, you mean, think? But they, but we, they were relying <laughs> on, he, on Bones. Two man game saves you against Phoenix. That's a good <sighs> point. Fuck, this is tough. This is like this is tough, dude. I Zeke Naji to me is probably more C. Um, might end up being d we'll find out i do think you need a little bit more tenacious out there um like i think you need to have yeah you need to have the rebounding you need to have the like bullying undersized guys like you just think about how much (laughs) shit draymond gave aaron gordon in this series just trying to break him like imagine if that was zeke nagy i aaron gordon handled himself very well under those circumstances like zeke nagy just picturing guys screaming at his in his face and zeke being like you know what i'm just gonna dunk it on you I just can't see it. He's got a lot of grown up. So C Phil's a little generous to me right now. Um, but I do agree that the skill set there, I might oh man. Yeah, we'll stay there. All right. Monte Morris. <laughs> you Eric, want Mr. B.
0: Nugget. Mr. Mr. Nuche. Uh yeah, he's gotta be a B. We can't put him above that far below bones or anything, right? I mean, this is tough. I we should uh we should like wipe our minds like like the men in black after each one of these picks because we're, we're i think we're falling into group thing <laughs> 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 uh monte morris plays well the yoke he's a back point guard does that make him a b uh i mean i, I want more shooting from him i'm gonna go see i don't care
1: see uh, see monte morris okay wow Wow. It feels disrespectful. Harrison? I know. I,
2: I, I think I probably think C also because Monte is a good fit with every single player in the NBA, I kind of think. it's a good point. It's a good He's point. a plug-and-play guy on any roster because he can play with anybody because he can kind of just mold his game a little bit here and there to fit with any type of offense or any type of player
1: seems like average and if you were really to take the like uh, top 60 point guards in the nba are there 30 that are ahead of them or are there 20 that are ahead there's probably 20 i mean there's a lot of good point guards the out there this is like is on on the denver nuggets currently like no who's the best fit. i
0: know i'm saying like in that in that grading like he's an a right? yeah that's a good but point. if we're just looking at like the world at large we can have anybody to put Pluck and put next to Nikola Jokic, it would be a while before I get to Monte Morris, if, I, Vote. if I'm being honest.
3: Uh, yeah. See, I think he's a C plus B minus with anyone. I agree with Wind. I just think he's like a high floor, low ceiling. Like he's gonna yeah. protect the ball. If he's open, he can hit it.
1: Yeah, those we aren't like specific out. to Yoke though. You're yeah. right.
3: Like yeah. he's just like a he's a great backup guard. What is that like a C plus B minus value? You know,
1: like. All right, let's go to Davon Reed. We got to fly through these now. Let's Jesus. go quickly. Harrison. I want to know what.
3: Tim I don't know, thinks about this one.
1: D? Davon Reed? D? All right. I mean, wh- wh- what is Davon Reed? <laughs> 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 this is All right. All right. Her- Eric, you have anything to add? Nope. He- hit that dead on. <laughs> All right. Will Barton. Oh, no. It's going to get toxic.
3: I have him at D. God. We did this without you when your daughter threw a fit.
1: Oh no. D This is tough. Harrison, <laughs> any objections? Where are we going here?
2: Yeah, after last season, you probably have to. Yeah. I think his he was once was. a B minus. I think he was once his a d- – his
1: defense is like totally fallen off and his shot selection hasn't changed. Yeah, um, I agree. I think he was uh, once a B minus, but it's I did like, too. I still love through. I still got one too. You know? Uh Austin Rivers. Uh D. D you think
0: C, right? I
1: think I think it's D. D. Again, you're thinking of him again as the fifth guy in a rotation, not as in like we're drafting guys and like you need a B tier player. Is it Austin Rivers? <laughs> it's like, no, come on. <laughs> So we, we have Stockholm syndrome from these last two years. We how did like, you start off as a hype Austin cast? perfect player. perfect player. Who, who,
0: who comes, conceived of this show where first part, all
3: hype cast, last part, tearing the team to shreds? None of the nuggets are good.
0: <laughs> they <laughs> 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 say, ter- say terribly. <laughs> uh, list, I'm, even
1: dog- cast. I'm uncomfortable
2: with this list. Yeah, all right, what
1: about Jeremy Grant? Now. Jeremy like, Grant, I'm curious, where does he fit into this?
2: C, B.
1: probably a C. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a C fit. He didn't want the role, sadly, but there, he well, there, the, there's he so much, played like, it while he was here. He didn't, there's so much
0: he, backfilling on on uh, on him as well. Like he was not that great, and he playing against <laughs> playing with Jokic until the playoffs, and then he started scoring about a lot when he went to Detroit, and there were literally no other options. So, yeah.
1: um, all right, Tori Craig, <laughs> D or E, <laughs> maybe E. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm, worse than Davon Reed. Come on. He's a D. Yes.
3: Yes, he's worse than Davon Reed. Jokic would turn the other way. He would oh. turn he would
1: turn around on the court.
3: Terrible.
0: I hate this. I, I can't hate this, this exercise. Cory
1: Craig down here. This is crazy. All right, here we go. Now we're getting into some free agents. Otto Porter no Jr. Maybe. Otto Porter Jr. Harrison, lead us lead the way. Um Oh, <sighs> This is
3: tough. <laughs> I can't believe how his bones are only B tier,
2: guys. <laughs> I, don't know, man. I, <laughs> I don't have like I'm going to
1: so, I'm going to make an executive decision at the end here. I think and might knock Porter up.
2: Yeah, it's probably a wise choice. Auto uh, Porter. Out? Let's go ahead and do it.
1: Actually, Cal. Well, no, we'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. See, the
2: whole thing is just see. I mean, he's a D man. He's a great
1: backup guy, but like, he's a. He's smart. He knows what to do. He's, he's after like, Austin. he's worse so than hard. Austin Rivers. Woo. <laughs> he's like the same to me as Austin. He's a good player. Like, I would love to have him. If he's your fifth yeah. best or he was like like, seventh he, best guy, he'd be good. He was like wildly unimpressive. Uh, in that oh, he just wedded
2: like five threes the other game. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Josh Hart. There's a fun one. Josh Hart. I'm city. gonna go B I'm gonna go B tier here. I'm gonna go i B- am I'm gonna go Josh Hart's yeah. very smart. Is that Josh right. Hart is Josh Hart like basically 2018 Gary Harris? Is Maybe.
0: that Josh Hart? It's
1: possible. Is uh d- did you is
0: this cause his name right. is more of a C tier. He's
1: actually I'm giving him the tier. He's-, he's-, he's, he's, he's a C tier. I got talked out of it. He's C tier. He's C tier. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, he's but we, he's we, real good
1: the thing is Josh Hart's very good I think he is like a little bit like 2017 can we make a promise here. to one I'm another I'm worried about where we're going to put DiVincenzo
0: but I'm really <laughs> can we just make a promise to one another that after we complete this super private list that no one is aware of us making we do not post <laughs> it on social we're
2: not tweeting this out
1: we're not tweeting this out Yeah, are a good he, day he online alright ready this is really why I, this is the guy that made me think of this. this oh my god <laughs> Lou Dort Lou, lou. Where is he on this list? We did all of this just to get to lou I know. This, this is a lou, lou Dort
0: based exercise.
1: Is this a very lou, so <laughs> based.
0: Let's I, he's a beard A, right? He can not he can shoot and defend.
2: Oh you don't think a B? <laughs> you think all, I don't he
1: can shoot. Like to say he could shoot is doing some work here. He can shoot. But man. he can really defend. Okay. I think he's B. I think I he's, think a, he's B. a B. I think he's a clear B. Lou Bort. <laughs> Harrison, do you think he's lower than a B? <laughs> I, I,
2: I can't I can't
1: even do this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you really don't think he's uh
2: he's a B fit next to Yoke? Is Lou like, like is Lou Dort a good offensive player? I feel like I don't know. He drives I think he drives well, which is again
1: like what did Gary Harris do during his good years? He knocked the three down. And he drove in straight lines to the basket slash yeah. cut in straight lines to the basket like dort's gonna do that and he's also strong as an
2: ox man it's just like lou dort has not been playing real basketball for the last four years <laughs> <laughs> that that'd you. be my concern well has shea
0: gilgis alexander been playing <laughs> no adam has been as is, is s-tier
1: shea Gilgis alexander is, is i think might be s-tier yoke man i'm telling you um, I thought there'd be more door takes on the timeline on here. I guess not. Contavious <laughs> Caldwell Pope. Where are
2: we going here? Oh god. Gee. <laughs> uh, <still> <laughs> I mean, Contavious Caldwell Pope. He's like, he could be thrift store Clay Thompson on the Nuggets. Wow, you're
1: really high on KCP.
2: That's the most outrageous thing I've ever said yet. <laughs> I'll
1: I'll go right there as well. I think C or D. Man, I feel like now that we have this list, there's definitely guys I would knock down. This list is tough. This is a terrible list. <laughs> you can <laughs> say it's not that good. All right, who else we got? Um, who am I looking at? Oh, Derek Jones Jr. I put this out on the timeline. Oh, I thought bad. he was the guy. Uh, I'm going to go E-tier. E-tier right there with Tory Cray. In fact, kind of Torrey-esque, if we're being honest. Kind of Tory yeah, Cray with that. Like, is he a good basketball player? We don't know. Is he a good fit with Jokic? Almost <laughs> certainly not. Not a very smart player. Can't shoot. Super happy oh, we belt. covered that. <laughs> Dante Divincenzo. Dante Divincenzo. Uh. <laughs> yes. I mean, you gotta go D, right? For Divincenzo, I would go D. I Dante, would go D. Dante D. Divincenzo.
0: Yeah, I think, think, think we just go triple D. D. <laughs> we're just going phonetic on this just like you know, whatever G. their letter the name of their.
1: <laughs> all right before we, before we get to this last one kale I have to make an executive decision we we're gotta bump them up to B wow, we just have to do nice, it nice dude we have to we just have to put them up here at B well, and should, at should B- Aaron level. Gordon
0: then also be bumped up I mean
2: I had Aaron Gordon at B for the record me too. I, all right, let's bump him up. You guys up have let's F and Zeke,
1: Najee, Naji and Casey. Yeah, well, I know, but it's because we have Zs when we see the no rest of the Z class. Zeke, no I had the whole thing like down one level. This is really what it comes to. Now we got to go over to our last guy, which is Troy Brown, who to me is a C fit. He's very smart. He's just not very good, but he's he's like a good. He's a good fit. He's just not good enough of a player, but he's a great fit. This is where this this is where this exercise is hard. Is how much do you weigh the fit? Of the style versus the like uh, ability and i think that's where these things like michael porter's ability is up here his fit is questionable probably evens out to a b troy brown jr a plus fit e skill averages out to a c
2: (laughs) fine and (laughs) that's math what what i have loved about this
3: is if you follow the chat it's just like (laughs) you're just there's no way to do this right i'll tell you that right now there's no way to get this correct. Well, we definitely know. did not do it, right? We did not. We did not.
1: Can we move just for the sake of symmetry? Can we move one guy from D down to E and one guy, and I guess it doesn't matter. Are there any
3: Fs? Are there any true F- What is a true F fit with Emmanuel you?
1: Moutier and Faku Composo. Fuck me. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right here's our official list i feel like we didn't do a good job at this exercise couldn't agree more
0: (laughs) although i I will say how bad
1: did we do where are are the egregious parts i mean actually i I think we fixed it i think we fixed it here at the end the one thing i'll say this exercise does show you that finding an s tier fit is really hard because there's only like seven maybe eight players total in the nba that i would call an s tier fit and pairing those guys together like lebron and anthony davis s-tier fit between two superstars you know like every now and then draymond s-tier fit every now and then you get an s-tier fit and typically speaking those guys win championships can the nuggets find that maybe maybe not but you really got to find a lot of a's and b's to go around them you got to get almost exclusive a's and b's uh pull it back up one last time though one last time yeah. please before, before you, you hit delete game, forever, this if thing you hit delete show. forever. I want to pull up yeah, one more because here, here <laughs> is here is a point I want to make. Jamal Murray <laughs> present on the roster, Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon on the roster, Bones Highland on the roster. Lou Dort uh, could be available to the Nuggets. You could end up having five A and B tier players that's that's pretty special that's pretty rare mm-hmm. um so we'll just see what happens all right everybody i'm just starting to
0: court dort
1: <laughs> thanks everybody for watching this extra long edition of the monday show yoke is the two-time mvb oh wait we do have a super chat i have one super chat to get Uh-oh. through here uh it comes from mel B. he says first super chat fell in love with the nuggets and Jokic due to dnvr oh my god and you all these past few years, listener oh. and fan in KC, LFG Jokic, shouts to Kansas City, our fans and, and listeners. And we got and a second TV. second super chat from Mel B. Just kidding. Just saw segment three.
0: <laughs> Turns out yeah. I hate the Nuggets, and you've yeah. convinced me of that.
1: Uh, you hate to see it. All right, everybody, hit that like button on the Let's way out. We're oh, going to be back again all cool, week, 130 cool. week, 1.30 this week. One thirty. Set your watches. We'll see you then.